0: And welcome to the Mericast, the show that puts you on the fast track to business confidence. I've been in business 10 years, and I have found that my success has come as much through the confidence I've gained over time as through any skills or talents that I ever had. The people I interview have either given me that confidence directly or inspired me in other ways. I'm so excited to have Terry Vincent in this week's Mericast. She's a world-renowned coach and mentor. More importantly to me, she's my mentor so I asked her if she would spread a little of her magic dust for listeners, and she agreed. In this frank interview, she will explain how she became incredibly successful in her field, but not really in the right way. She became exhausted through behaving with what she now calls ego-driven overconfidence, only when she realised that only by behaving with authentic confidence could she rebuild her business for long-term success. I started, though, by asking Terry how she became a coach in the first place.
1: Uh, it's taken me a little bit of time to actually come to the position in my life when I could confidently say that. You know, like I'm, I'm a business coach and I mentor business owners, entrepreneurs and um, coaches. And it, it was really tough because for me it was about turning that page on that certainty and that confidence for myself Whereas there's so many out there that are calling themselves that. So for me, it was I, I just remember the time when I thought there's something greater in life for me. So without telling you the whole story of how I got to this and the defining moments too much about that, I just remember that time of my life. And it was when I was in my it, it was actually I called it like a midlife crisis. It was like I was round about mid 30s to late 30s. And I realized that there was more to life for me than working for the government. So I worked in a government job. And I had been part of a property program where I was very successful as an investor. And I was invited to become a coach for their program. So their national program. And through that process, so I did that for 12 months through that process, I realized that my passion was actually business. And I was very entrepreneurial, but I didn't even really know what that meant. Like, what's an entrepreneur. I'd heard the word, but I didn't really know what it meant. So I was like, okay, I get that I feel a little bit different than an employee. So as it evolved, I ended up having a business with my husband. We got a business coach, which at that time I went, what's a business coach? I'd heard of a sports coach, hadn't heard of a business coach had a business coach. And she said to me, Terry, you're spending more time asking questions than you are answering them. You'd be great at what I do. Would you like to become a coach? Is it something you could consider? And uh, 19 years down the track, that's what I've been doing ever since. And I've taken the pathway of Um, running my own business, uh, under my own banner, working under a franchise, which was probably the best experience I've had because it set me up as a coach. And it gave me confidence to step into something that was fairly new concept to me and go, I can do this. If they can do it, I can do it. And then uh, contract coaching, I did that for 10 years. And back in what I'm doing now is under my own banner again. So, I mean, it was really... The need to be able to step into something that I thought I would truly love, which I did.
0: One thing I'm wondering though is at that, that moment where they said to you, Terry, you should be doing what we're doing, you know, and, and so what was your initial reaction? Were you were you sort of thinking, what really, you know, and I mean, was that did that come as a surprise, or had you started to feel that sort of confidence yourself that you could you could do that?
1: I knew because I had been coaching uh, the property investors. Which was not business, obviously, but these guys were entrepreneurial. They wanted to grow their property portfolio so they weren't looking to just go and buy a house and that was it. They were looking to you know, expand their portfolios into the millions. And I was the support person or the key their guide, I guess you could say, that was there to take them on that journey. I didn't know everything about property, in particular on the east coast of Australia, where I'm from the west. The strategies are different. But what I realised was I could help them learn how to by finding out the information for themselves. And at the same time, I would learn. So it was like a little selfishness, I thought at the time saying, if I find out, get them to find out, go and do the research, then I'm going to find out myself, I've got more knowledge to share. So that's how I learned more about that. Uh, I realized then that, that the coaching side of things was the easy bit, the knowledge bit that I had needed to have around property was the hard bit. So the coaching bit was easy. So when it came to the business coaching and um, it, she's a, um, she, a female uh, when she was amazing like she was one of the top coaches in the franchise that I, uh, I bought into uh, she said to me you've just got the gift Terry you've got that ability to ask good questions and listen for the answers but also guide people and I had already experienced that for the last year so it wasn't of any real surprise to have been had that suggested to me but to have it suggested by her was a big thing because she was just she was like we paid her a lot of money to have her as a coach and i thought if she thinks i can do what she's doing she must think i'm okay that was a bit of a shock but the rest um i wasn't that surprised about the ability to do it just being asked by her i think (laughs) it was like am i good enough
0: (laughs) (laughs) and what made you feel you you were good enough in the end because we all go through these phases where we're we're doing something we're thinking asking those kind of questions in the middle of the night am i good enough to do this you know and so on but what, what told you was there a sort of moment where you thought yeah yeah I can do
1: this, yeah. It's um, I learned this from my father, um, when I was young as I was growing up. And if you don't have the confidence or the certainty to do something, borrow it from someone else. So <laughs> it was sort of like I felt like I was borrowing her confidence and and the certainty that I could do it. Uh, it's that transference. Um, I didn't fully have it myself, but I had enough to be able to, um, like sort of borrow it from her knowing that she was going to potentially be my mentor anyway so it's like if I don't feel it she feels it I'm just going to borrow her confidence for now Mm. and that you know that's how a lot of people do get through life then they don't have that confidence themselves but they they lean on others that do have it in order to be able to get that transference until they've got it themselves
0: there must have been a moment though where you were Maybe you borrowed confidence to start with, but then after a while, it must have sort of morphed somehow into sort of the the Terry Vincent inner confidence. I mean, was there a sort of moment where you thought, well, I don't need to borrow anymore because I've got my own style and so on. How long did it take you to feel to get that that kind of level of confidence?
1: Well, I, I think for me it was I was I got a low level of confidence as I was starting out because it's kind of scary. Like suddenly, I was in a position as a franchise where the clients were given to me. I didn't have to go out and do much with the sales process. And as that happened, I thought, "Wow, how am I going to coach these guys? Like, these guys know more about business than me." And it wasn't until I I started following the process that they set. And I was just like, just follow the process, Terry. You'll be right. You'll be right. And, you know, there was some that that were a little bit too high level for me that I wasn't ready for and that that dropped my confidence. But then I got my flow and that's when my confidence started to ri- rise a little bit. But really, for me, I um, where I made the mistake, and this is where it's called, you know, overconfidence or I don't know what you call it there. We call it being cocky. Uh, and you know where you just think that you're too good and that ego really kicks in it was because the franchise that I was part of was very it was led by um, a male and they were they were it was 80% male so it dominated so it was a very male dominated industry at that time and my confidence went from am I good enough to who says women can't do this? Because that's basically what we were told. We were told this is a man's world. The women will never be as successful as a man. So I chose to take on a challenge with a view that that would boost my confidence. And I did become their top female coach global, globally, So, but it was ego confidence, which doesn't last because you mm. can't sustain it at that level. It becomes uh, tiring, really tiring trying to keep up So that was where my confidence was sort of forced to a level by myself into ego until I actually decided that that wasn't working for me and I needed to find my own flow. And when I found my own flow, that's when I I stepped into my real true authenticity of who I am as a person and not trying to be any other coach out there, just Terry, like I'm Terry. If, If you love me, you love me. If you don't, you don't. It's not my challenge. My my thing is to be the best me I can be, and that's all I strive for every day.
0: Um, why are you so so passionate about that? Is it because it's a sort of sustainable confidence? You know, what, what, is, what is it about authenticity that sort of rings rings true about you, which makes it authentic <laughs> for you?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I've got a, a definition that is my definition of this, and I'm going to read it out to you because I sat there for a long time and, and tried to work out... Uh, like one of the things that I support clients with is authentic authority. And that is, you know, how to be the best you can be with the your market knowing who you are. That's the authority piece. But authenticity comes with it. So the definition for that is someone standing in their genuine, confident expression as an expert leading learner being your best self. And I'll explain that. I'll break it down. So someone's standing in their genuine, confident expression. So that is somebody saying, I am me, what's and all. I have faults, but I'm okay with that. Can I improve? Absolutely, I can. But this is me standing in the confidence of me right now, whatever that looks like. And as an expert leading learner, well, the leading learner part is about learning as much as we can to be able to boost our confidence to another level from a knowledge perspective. So that's the the knowledge part of it. So the the personal side of it is, you know, being genuine. The leading learner is the knowledge and just being your best self. So I love this because everyone that I work with, and it's, it's taken me a long time to get to this point, everyone that I work with, Uh, I find that the biggest challenge in the beginning is can I do this because they want support to go from one point to another or they have aspirations to achieve goals or, you know, they've got dreams. But the biggest thing that holds them back is their ability to be able to see they can do it. They may look at it and see it as a possibility, but then when they sit back and think about it, they go, but can I actually do this? And that's the the challenge, so I've worked out from everything that I've experienced and and myself is that this is truly, truly about that authenticity that we have within ourselves that gives us that confidence. Mm. And if we don't have that, it sort of challenges us, it becomes challenging
0: yeah, I, and I think I think we all love the sound of authenticity, and yeah, you know, we all want to believe that we're doing uh, things or, or, authentically, but there must be moments either with yourself or with clients you know that you're talking to where you see them sort of wandering away from that or maybe slipping back into habits where they they're not being as authentic it's a different it must be a difficult thing to say to people you know actually you're not being very authentic about that and they cuz you could get people feeling quite defensive about whether they're being sort of authentic or or not i mean how do you as a coach how do you how do you do that
1: ah uh, through stories trevor Definitely yeah. three stories. So, you know, it's like, and I, one of the main stories that I share, and I usually do this at the very beginning when I'm first um, connecting with people and taking them on a journey and saying, you know, yes, I'm going to support you to make more money, you know, all the things that you want to achieve in your business, whatever they are. But first and foremost, it, it is really about who you are and living into that true you. It's not who you become as much as it is is being you, you know, we don't wanna become what we're not, we want to be who we are. And so many people don't live into that because they feel that they need to model off Tony Robbins or they need to model off Richard Branson or Roger Hamilton or, you know, all these greats that are out there, they need to model their style because that way they'll be successful because that's why those people are. But that's not true. Those people are successful because they are them and they've just been authentically them. Well, the story that I share is when I first started coaching, I was told to fake it until I make it. And I did that for five years and I maintained it, but it was very tiring. I didn't enjoy it. And like I said, it wasn't until I got to that point when I went, you can't, you can't live up to being someone else. You have to be yourself because naturally we're going to move from a professional perspective of trying to be someone else and then move back into our natural self when we're with our life partners, our children, you know, family, friends. Friends will see us for who we are. So you don't want to be perceived as different people. And that's why... Authenticity for me is so important because why should you conform to be something that you're not? There is only one you. Everyone else is taken. Just be you.
0: It works. But even if you are successful, it must be thorough. <laughs> it must be absolutely knackering to just sort of adopt that. So, in a way, I suppose it's, it's also authenticity is sort of energy saving as well. So, you actually probably have a chance to make better decisions as you go along.
1: Yeah. And that's the way that people can see it for themselves. It's like you, you asked about it must be hard, like saying to someone, you're being inauthentic. The questioning is, is it's not saying that it's the person recognizes it for themselves. So when they see that they're getting to a place of not, maybe not achieving the results they want because they're tired, you know, they feel a sense of burnout or whatever is, so, you know, what are you doing? that is causing that and they they realize it for themselves and it's like um it's like getting in a car and driving a car when you've never driven a car before you know you're trying to do something that doesn't come natural to you and you haven't learned no one's taught you you just go i don't know what to press i haven't ever experienced this before i'm just going to give it a go it's hard because it's you know it's it's stressful and that's what being inauthentic is about. People pick it up for themselves because that's they can see. You know what what is the um, what comes up when you're being inauthentic? Is stress? It's disorganisation. It's being out of passion. It's being out of flow. That that path that can take you where you want to go to the easiest. You can't achieve that when you're inauthentic. It's like you need authenticity to get there because otherwise, like I did for five years and I became one of the most successful coaches in that uh, franchise uh, and, you know, six easy high six-figure coach but I couldn't sustain it. It was way too tiring and I went, you know, like I was so close to being a seven-figure coach, crash, smashed down to the ground. I had one client left. $2,000 $2,000 a month was all I was getting into my bank after earning 50 dollars $60,000 a month. That was going into my bank. Why? Because I wasn't being authentic. I was tired. I was burnt out. My clients didn't say, hey, we love you, Terry. We want to keep you. We'll do whatever it takes. In business, in life, authenticity will pay off every time. As soon as you try to be what you think other people want you to be, then the results will follow that
0: because that's them, not you that phase where you're talking about where it wasn't going so well. And, you know, I think it's probably a kind of more reality of everyday life for a lot of sort of entrepreneurs. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. when those things were going wrong, I mean, how long did it take you to sort of diagnose what was, what was happening? Was it something that you, you kind of immediately thought, whoa, you know, I think I realized what I've done wrong or did it take some, some time? And was there a moment where you thought, actually, I think I've, I think I've worked out what's happening here.
1: I think for, Well, I I know, I'll say I think because I can't say the exact moment, but I know that it was majority of that time I knew that I wasn't being authentic. I knew that I was trying to be in the boys club and um, I called it the cigar smoking men's club because that's basically what they did. You know, females were not allowed in when there was conferences. The females weren't allowed in. And I thought, that's it. Like, you can't say to me that I can't do this. And so I knew as soon as I thought those thoughts that this wasn't me, my ego was driving it. And we generally know when our ego is doing something other than protect us. You know, ego is there for protection. But when you get ego there to pump your chest and to say, I am the best, you watch me, I will do this then that's when we know we're in being inauthentic. But ego doesn't let us admit to it. I knew it in my head early stages, probably um, let's just say it was probably six months after I started it. Mm. And yet I continued it for another four and a half years mm. until I went enough, Terry, this is enough. Like you can do this. You have got an amazing ability to be able to coach these clients. Do it as you. Don't try to be this franchise or the franchise or be you and i had to actually sit back and release myself of all that energy and i took two years out i took two years out just to gather myself and to create a new truth for myself because i had been lost in that for too long and this is a good message that i hope your listeners are really getting that if you live too inauthentically it can take you a long time to build up the authenticity again because you know you've lived it for too long you forget who you are yeah whereas your partners know your life partner knows who you are but from a professional perspective you forget you don't know what it's like to be in that position as you because you haven't done it or you haven't done it for such a long time so
0: you're now into a new exciting phase of <clears throat> what you're what you're doing I mean can you just tell us about what's on your plate at the moment because I know I know this new year has kind of sort of heralded a, a new start for you
1: yeah thanks Trevor um uh, yeah I definitely am loving what I'm doing at the moment I've definitely found my flow again and I'm uh I'm actually looking to take business coaches potentially but I'm finding I'm attracting coaches, so it's not all business coaches, on a seven-figure journey, Uh, and that is which is all-encompassing with authenticity. So my thing is for you to get to seven figures, it's really about you need to be you first. So we do a lot of work on that in the beginning. And, uh, yeah, like I've just launched one new program called the Authentic Wealth Accelerator, which speaks for itself. You know it's like my titles of my programs have authentic or authentic authenticity in it because that's the key to the rest the rest is strategy like i can teach anyone strategy or you can go google strategy and find out for yourself my thing is how to actually get coaches and even entrepreneurs just you know people in general that would love to go to that next level Five figures, six figures, seven figures plus, whatever that looks like for them. But loving the whole journey because they can be them. It's like it's like sitting down and going, ah, oh, take a fresh a breath of fresh air and saying, finally, I can breathe. That's how I feel with what I'm doing now.
0: And I understand you're writing a new book as as well. Could you tell us about that?
1: I am. Thanks for asking that, Trevor. Yes, uh, it will be released this year and it's called Breaking the Seven Figure Cycle. And it is a book for coaches to see how they can uh, get out of that breaking that ceiling, that point where they think that's as high as they can go. Because uh, seven figures just seem so out of reach. So and it's a book that will, it's written specifically for business coaches, but it's a book that will be uh, suitable for anyone to read. Because let's face it, we just have a market, but most of our strategies suit all markets. So yeah, that's um, that will be coming out in the first half of this year.
0: Great stuff. I mean, how can people find out more about you?
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. I am, I will say I'm more active on Facebook. So if they go and search me on Facebook, uh, the reason being is that strategy has worked exceptionally well for my business. Uh, and I've run challenges through there. So clients can, or prospects can find out how to actually get clients for themselves. Uh, so Facebook is the easiest way to get to me, but I'm on all
0: social media. Um, so it's been a delight to have you on. So, um, Terry Vincent, business coach extraordinaire. Thank you so much for your time.
1: It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Trevor.
0: Well, I hope you agree that was an incredible interview. Remember those terms that Terry used, ego-based confidence versus authentic confidence. I like to think that as we all develop our businesses, we will stay true to ourselves as Terry has learned to do. If you have any questions about this podcast or want to find out about our business, you can do so by finding me, Trevor Meriden, on LinkedIn, or email me on trevor.meridan at The Meriden is spelled M-E-R-R-I-D-E-N. And please do share this podcast with someone who you think may be interested. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, and many other podcast providers. Well, that's about all we've got time for. I hope you enjoyed it, and see you soon.